everybody. Welcome back to another edition of NASCAR Radio. Uh, it's been a while, and I apologize. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> a lot has been going on. Uh, I know that's probably uh, you guys don't care, but, uh, you know, life gets in the way, and uh, so many things have happened. Um, the la- this is episode 11 for everybody following at home. You know, last time we talked was in uh, late July. We were talk- getting gearing up for... Uh, the National, uh, Jason um, was going through uh, uh, some addition to his family, and uh, I um, was uh, in the process of moving, um, so we talked about the National, everything's going on there, so, but let's get into uh, NASCAR. This episode, uh, we're going to catch up, uh, we're <clears throat> deep into the playoffs, and um, we have Martinsville today. So we're going to catch up on all our winners. We've got some really cool stuff happening in the chase. And we're going to talk about uh, check, uh, check out my card, COMC. They uh, increased their return policy. Uh, I want to talk about because the season's getting ready, not getting ready in, but in a few weeks it, the season will be over. And a couple of things take place after the season ends. Uh, two things is the – uh, championship week. It's going to be in Nashville this year. And then uh, that's in December. And then um, the following week of that is Stocks for Tots. That's in Mooresville. And I'll talk more about that. And then um, I was playing with uh, a, a new segment of either past uh, or future type of thing. So uh, some things, you know, um, that I think maybe, uh, maybe Panini, Panini can um, bring back uh, that maybe some other manufacturers had done, but I'm out of wind here. I'm so excited. Uh, how do you like our new intro? Uh, thanks so much for uh, to Paul and especially Tina, and uh, it's awesome. And uh, so let's jump into it. So we finished up uh, in Kentucky, and that was Kurt Busch winning. And so we are going to pick up at Loudon. Kevin Harvick won Loudon. Um, Kevin Harvick, uh, I think that was his first win of the season, and his rookies are in um, 1999. Let me get to my trusty cheat sheet here. And no, uh, no cheating, everybody. So 1999, uh, he didn't have a lot of stuff. So he, you know, he didn't really jump on the scene until 2001 in Cup. Uh, unfortunately, it was the Dale Earnhardt uh, senior passing away. Uh, he was kind of thrust into it then, but uh, he was in the 99 press pass. He doesn't have a lot, and so press pass, he has a base and a skid marks, and then in wheels, he has uh, a base, and so it looks like some um, some parallels, not many. Uh, golden serial number to 50, and um, I'm, I'm looking at uh, the trading card database. And I don't think there's a lot for sale or that you'll see or at um, Check My Card, COMC, Kevin Harvick. Uh, I, I, I mention them quite a bit, being uh, Jason. Uh, but there's some other ones. If, um, usually I'll tell you a secret, don't tell anybody. Um, I use Check My Cards. I use Sport Blots. And uh, the Beckett Marketplace are three of the ones that I use. You can also use uh, eBay. 
but I think the advantage for COMC is that you can kind of, um, once you get over the fact that you need to have a little money in your account and then you can um, buy as you need, but you don't have to ship at the at that time. Uh, you can let it sit there and then um, get a few together and then ship home um, as opposed to eBay where, uh, you know, that 2 or $3 um, you know, eats into that price or increases that price of that card. So, but looking at TOMC, Kevin Harvick, not very expensive. I mean, this guy is a future Hall of Famer. This is one of the reasons I love NASCAR. Yeah, you don't have the escalating prices rocketing up where you buy the guy for a dollar one week and then the next guy, next week he's 20. But, you know, these older series are, I don't say scarce, but, you know, they're a little tougher to find and they're very cheap. So, I think, and that's one of the things that drew me to NASCAR is that you can collect, enjoy the hobby without having to spend a lot of money. So, you know, Kevin Harvick is a future Hall of Famer, and you're looking at uh, his 99 press pass <clears throat> base is twelve, and the wheels are $1.91. Uh, he, um, and then if you get into 2000, the max uh, press pass Optima, a dollar. So uh, even the 2000 SP Authentic, that's where his first autographs in. They don't have any available for sale on COMC, but his 2000 SP Authentic is $2.27 as of this time. So as you can see, you got a Hall of Famer, uh, rookies are cheap, and um, he's a little tougher to get uh, on his autograph, but one of the things I like to do is uh, track these guys down and um, at their appearances and, and stuff like that and get them to sign uh, the rookie. So uh, so, we, so Kevin Harrick was the winner at Loudoun. Then we went to Pocono. Uh, Denny Hamlin won. Um, it, you know, we talked about him before. He actually he's won quite a bit this year. Uh, I'm almost wondering if this is his year. Uh, for refresher, his rookies are in 2005. Again, his stuff, all these guys are not very expensive. Then in Watkins Glen, <clears throat> for the second time in a row, while I'm getting getting off the plane from the National, Chase Elliott wins at Watkins Glen uh, for the second year in a row. And we've talked about him earlier in this year as well. That was for a second win um, like of, of 19. His rookie is in 2011. Uh, he does have a card, two cards actually. Let me pull it up here so I get it straight. Uh, in, in 1997, the trading card database lists him as uh, 1997 press press number 45. Uh, Chase Elliott, he's actually sitting in his dad's car. Uh, and they do put a caption on the front of the card uh, mentioning Chase and could he be a champion uh, in the 21st century. So. Um, but his first cards uh, are in 2011 Wheels Element. Uh, he doesn't have a card until 2014 after that. Uh, that 2011 is actually, I uh, think that's a pretty cool card. It's card number 99. It's got a couple of different flavors, parallels, black, green, purple, red. I think green was in the hobby. Black is in the silver packs that are in each hobby box. And he's got his own, his autographs are in the uh, Undiscovered Elements um, little sub pack but the only way to get that is out of the silver packs in the hobby boxes so out of a 10 box case i think three or four are going to be the undiscovered elements and then the other ones are going to be 
Black Parallels, number 235, if I remember right. So, so Watkins Glen uh, was Chase Elliott. And then uh, at Michigan, Kevin Harvick wins again. And we won't talk about uh, his cars again, like I said, in, uh, in 99. Um, Bristol, they go to Bristol. Denny Hamlin wins in Bristol. Then in Darlington, Eric Jones wins. Eric Jones, his rookie is in 2016. And his are interesting because um, with press pass dumping in January of 2015, uh, I think Eric Jones was um, – a rookie then, but uh, he didn't get a card into 2016. And so, but when it comes to 2016, he has quite a bit of cards. Let me see if I pull this up quickly for you guys. Uh, Eric Jones Racing Trend Card Database and Eric Jones. Uh, I can't say enough about the Trading Card Database uh, when it comes to um, for you know, checklists and stuff like that. But he is in the 2016 certified. Uh, again, it's one of those sets that I uh, I can't say enough of. We'll, we'll talk about some uh, Xfinity guys in a little bit, and you'll see all the um, uh, the rookies in that 2016 certified. So, so I believe he's in certified. He's in National Treasures and certified National Treasures Prism. Uh, yes, he has either as uh, a base card in Prism. Uh, he has the autographs, and I thought he was in Torque 2016. Yes, he is in Torque. So he's really in all of the 2016 releases, so he's got numerous flavors, but, again, he's got autographs and base parallels in all the 2016 products. So uh, and he's running for Joe Gibbs Racing uh, in Toyota. So... Um, I say that because he's in that same stable as Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr. Uh, so that's Darlington. Then we go to Indianapolis. Kevin Harvick wins again. So in that span, Kevin Harvick has three wins. So Stuart Haas racing, I think he was shut out since then. And then in that small stretch, they had put it together. So that was Indy. Then they go to Las Vegas. Martin Truex wins. He had won earlier in the season. And as a refresher for him... He's in 2004, and he has a couple of cards in there in Trackside, uh, Stealth, Optima. He has Press Pass signings. He's another one who, um, again, when you, you, you talk about price, these guys are all under five bucks for rookies, um, non-auto. And then even autos, you can um, watch them and, and pick them off at your price point. Um, so that's Las Vegas. Then they go to Richmond. Martin Truex wins again. We go to Charlotte for the Roval. Um, now we're in the uh, end of September, and Chase Elliott wins that. That helps him get into the chase. So let me check my trusty cheat sheet here for playoffs. So so in Las Vegas, Las Vegas, before that, Indy. So Indy was the end of the cutoff for the round of 16. So then there's getting into the playoffs, there's three rounds, and then they um, – shut down the number of drivers by points. Uh, if you win, you're automatically included into the next round. So Las Vegas, Richmond, and Charlotte was Truex, Truex, and Chase Elliott. Then we went to the round of 12, and then Kyle Larson won. I think that's his first win. That is his first win of 2019. Uh, his cards are in 2013, 2018, 
13 fanfare and total memorabilia. So those were his two. He has um, base, parallels, and uh, autographs. Um, fanfare. And let me see his price. On um, might be a little higher. On um, check out my cards. Not Connor Larson. Football. Kyle Larson. Uh, yeah, his cards a little pricier. Um, under ten for base parallels. Under under twenty. He's got a ten. Cal uh, Larson rookie auto to ten and fair fair for seventy dollars. You probably wait to whoever has that runs a sale. Then he has cards in 14, 2014 with uh, press pass. I think he's got two in there, and then American Thunder, um, and some parallels. So that is Kyle Larson at Dover. Then we go to Talladega, which is another cutoff race. No, it's not a cutoff race. Uh, Kansas cutoff race. So Ryan Blaney wins at Talladega, but secures himself a spot in the round of eight because he was below the cut line. Uh, Ryan Blaney, that's his uh, first win of 2019 as well. And his rookie's in the 2012 fanfare. He's got some autos in there, some different ones, uh, some parallels. And uh, one of the things was interesting with him, or I noticed, is that for his Young Guns autograph, he has some that he actually signed his name full. And I think, uh, you know, they get a stack of cards in the mail to sign, and then I think he decided, okay, I'm going to change my uh, signature to um, the more standard of what he uses now, which is uh, the Ryan, and then he uses the Y in Ryan to make the L in Blaney. So uh, as an autograph collector, I kind of saw that and um, grabbed a couple of each. Then we moved to Kansas Speedway, which was a cutoff race to the eight, and that Denny Hamlin wins that. And that catches us up to Martinsville, which is the first race in the round of eight. So one of these eight will be our 2019 champion. So as of right now, before Martinsville, Kyle Busch is in the first spot, followed by Martin Truex, Denny Hamlin, and Joey Logano. And then those needing to uh, beat the other four in points or with a win is Kevin Harvick, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, and Ryan Blaney. So one of these eight um, will it'll get whittled down to four drivers um, after Phoenix, and then Homestead. Those four will whoever finishes the highest at Homestead will win the championship. So you're looking at a couple of first-time guys, uh, Denny Hamlin. He's probably the one of the guys who has he has 36 wins so far above Kurt Busch, above Brad Keselowski, Truex, and Joey Logano, who all have championships. Um, so he's probably one of the highest guys up there who has not won a championship at 36 wins. Mark Martin's at 40 wins without a championship, but uh, I guess he had the unfortunate of racing during Jeff Gordon's time there. But he's also a Hall of Famer. So, so Denny Hamlin would be a first-time winner. Chase Elliott would be a first-time winner. Kyle Larson and Ryan Blaney would all be first-time winners. So, but they've got to win at Martinsville, Texas, or Phoenix to uh, secure their spot and then pull off the win at Homestead. So it's very exciting that we're getting down to the bottom of the playoffs here. 
you're trying to guess maybe who's going to win. Uh, I'm not sure if their card's going to get a bump or not, but we will see. I guess it all depends on who wins. So that's where you are with the Monster Energy Cup. Now, I wanted to talk to you guys about Xfinity. There's kind of some exciting things happening over there. There are three races left in Xfinity right now, Texas, Phoenix, Phoenix, and Homestead. They're also in their um, top eight with Christopher Bell, Cole Custer, Tyler Reddick, Justin Allgaier, with Jace, with Chase Briscoe, Michael Annette, Noah Grasson, and Austin Cedric looking in. Some things for you guys to kind of think about is Christopher Bell and Tyler Reddick have pretty much um, signed to go up to the cup level in 2020. So Christopher Bell and Tyler Reddick would be guys you might want to look at um, picking up in the offseason or if the price is right. Christopher Bell is going to go to, I think it's Levine Racing, which is a satellite for Joe Gibbs. So when a seat opens in Gibbs, Christopher Bell should be hitting there. Tyler Reddick is also moving up. He was the Xfinity champion last year, and um, he's above the cut line now. You know, if he can get to Homestead, he won last year at Homestead. Another driver you might want to look at is Matt Diabetto. He's moving from the Levine family racing, go to Wood Brothers. Uh, so that might be somebody who uh, he's in a kind of a better ride than um, Levine, which was better than where he was uh, last year. So we have guys moving around or, or making or getting commitments for next year. So, just think about that when you're um, if you're looking for somebody to follow or, or uh, collect. Uh, Christopher Bell and Tyler Reddick, those guys I was telling you about, were in 2016 certified as well as Cole Custer. So, like I said, I, I, I talk about the 2016 certified. I think it's a it's a great fun product for the price. I think it's like thirty thirty five a box. Uh, you get four hits, two autos, two memorabilia per box. Uh, out on the Racing Card Info YouTube channel, I have lots and lots of box breaks. So if you want to see what some uh, what some of the hits out of there, what they look like, I definitely would recommend checking that out. So let's move over to um, another, uh, another segment here. So one of the other things I want to talk about was there's an iRacing championship. This is the first year NASCAR awarded a NASCAR Cup championship for iRacing, Zach Novak was in the Roush Fenway Racing Group, and he won at Homestead. iRacing is the racing simulator over the Internet, web, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he won $40,000 of the $100,000 prize pool, and this is the first iRacing NASCAR championship. It's peak antifreeze iRacing championship. So that's pretty interesting that uh, you can win forty grand and um, and NASCAR has its first iRacing champion. So that's pretty cool. I uh, didn't know if anybody had caught that. One of the things I want to talk about is after the season, the championship week in Nashville. This is December 3rd to 5th. Uh, if you're close to Nashville or um, this is, I think, during the middle of the week, it's like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I think it is. Um, there's going to be autograph sessions. Uh, there's NASCAR night at the Opry, Opry um, Burnouts on Broadway. Uh, the thing that piqued my interest was the autograph session. 
and that's going to be December 3rd, 4th, and 5th. One session on the 3rd, two on the 4th, and two on the 5th. Uh, you can go to championshipweek.nascar.com. I'm not sure how much it costs, but you need a ticket and you get a wristband. So if you know, you can see your championship drivers uh, there in person and get autographs. So uh, get your trading cards down, uh, pack them with you, and head over and uh, check that out. One of the other things that I like to do is if you're in Charlotte or near Charlotte, uh, Mooresville to be precise, is the Stocks for Tots. This is happening December 10th this year. They have it. It's put on by the North Carolina Auto Racing Hall of Fame, not to be confused with the NASCAR Hall of Fame. They have it at the NASCAR Technical Institute in Mooresville. If you didn't know that, NASCAR has a uh, technical institute where you can learn and work on cars and other aspects of pit crew and, I believe, media. If you are a huge fan or if you want to get into uh, the sport and get a job in it, then the NASCAR Technical Institute is the way to go. It's one of the ways to go. And like I said, that's in, in Mooresville, North Carolina. For a donation, I think it's $10, and there's another package that gets you to the beginning, of the front of the line. But there is a long list of retired drivers and legends that appear um, for autographs. And um, I've gone before a couple times. Richard Petty's been there. Bobby Allison and Donnie Allison. I believe Dale Earnhardt Jr. was there one time. Um, you can go to their Facebook page for more information at stocks-4for-tots. Um, like I said, it, the, the money goes to a great cause. Uh, I believe it's tax deductible. It's a December 10th, Tuesday, December 10th. Uh, definitely check them out uh, if you're in the area and you're autograph collector. That's the, the way to go. Uh, another thing I want to talk about was the check on my cards, COMC return policy. I know there was a massive uprise or uh, discussion on Twitter about it the other day early in the week where they were extending their their terms, which I can understand them wanting to do. Um, I actually had thought about it a little bit. You can have your Check of My Cards inventory displayed on Amazon and eBay. So, you know, th this makes sense that they have the same policy as eBay and Amazon. I guess otherwise they're stuck in that window, and I guess they're stuck with the card. So, again, with the stuff that I do or with NASCAR training cards, they're not very expensive. So, And they don't rapidly rise in price and rapidly fall in price, uh, as I can see the baseball and football prospects. What jumps to mind is when the Big Ben got hurt and his replacement, uh, the Panthers got a Cam Newton replacement. These guys shoved into the spotlight, and everybody scrambles for their cards, and they can or can't make it. Um, you know, just because they're in that position doesn't mean they succeed. So uh, you can have them fail, and then their cards plummet back down. So for NASCAR, this stuff's cheap anyway. So it really doesn't affect the NASCAR cards that much. Uh, like I said, if you're into 
some of the prospect stuff. I remember uh, Ivan at um, Watch the Breaks, uh, he had an eBay return after the prospect had shot up and then must have crashed down. I think he said he was going to be $150 on the price of drop. So uh, guys were getting a refund. So that's kind of dangerous if you're playing that game. I guess it's good if you're prospect, if you get at a good price or um, and he in, and you get through that window, then it's, as a collector, you, always, you really don't want that. You like that the cards increase very rapidly or that they increase. And um, so it makes you feel good that you made a good choice and, and your uh, prospects or investment or whatever increase. But, you know, if you're going to keep and sustain the hobby, the people who get burned, they're not going to be as likely to buy more product because of that risk. So you get a couple of those and then people leave the hobby and it doesn't help long-term, maybe short-term like people are jumping in on Zion and stuff like that. The car companies are printing more, but we're going to get to a point where we're going to hit this bubble and, or not even, let's not call it a bubble, let's call it a correction, and that you have a correction, and those that have paid a lot of money for stuff have seen their investments drop. If they're looking at it as investments instead of collectibles, then I was just thinking about that $12,000 Zion 101 that Panini had put out that was $12,000, and then, he got hurt, you know, it, what happens? I'd love to know what they think about the card now. They still believe that it will increase or it's a very great collectible at this point or not. Time will tell. I think he's coming back in December. Uh, at the end of the NBA season, at the end of five years or ten years from now, and how Zion, you know, what, how he plays in the, hot, in the, in the NBA. So, but I understand why COMC uh, did that, like I said, coming in line. And also, if you're on eBay and you see a eBay listing from COMC, save yourself some money and just go over to COMC and buy it there because you will get it at a discount than what's, what's being advertised on eBay. So, But I guess I'll leave it there for now, and we will be back next week. We'll talk about the winner of Martinsville. We'll talk some more about cards. Oh, I know what I want to talk about. One more thing on my notes was to talk about the past and future. Back in 1988, when the first Max came out, they included track cards, a, a, a picture of the track and information about the track on the back. I thought this would be a great thing for Panini to bring back, maybe in the Dunruss line. Uh, that's a large set, and I, I don't know if there's enough time to work with the tracks, but you know, a nice picture of the track or something unique about the track. And then on the back, information about the track, maybe their social Twitter handles or uh, contact information for tickets. Uh, I just think it would be something awesome that we could put in the product so people can see the tracks. And I don't know, there's going to be a lot of shuffling going on here in the future. We can talk about it in another episode but NASCAR is buying back some of its tracks. Their pro, their public company they purchased their pub their public company, and it's going to be underneath the NASCAR private brand. And um, Bruton Smith, his company is also purchasing his tracks to take them private. That sale is not completed yet, but the NASCAR ISM sale did complete. So this is lining them up 
for the future either to juggle the schedule or move dates around. So they're prepping. So there's some big changes coming to NASCAR, which is, is exciting because you know they're going to want to grow the sport. Um, so this might be a great time to think about picking up some cars or some drivers or whatever if they can um, grow the sport and maybe jump over hockey and popularity or, I don't know, if it's basketball. I guess or maybe over baseball. I think um, at least here in the South that the NBA and football are a little more popular than baseball, card-wise anyway. So, well, not card-wise, sorry. Actually watching the sport, baseball still has a massive um, baseball card following. So, But those are my opinions, and um, I appreciate you guys listening, and I apologize again for taking such a long break, but we will be back next week and talk about Martinsville and who of the eight has secured their spot if one of the eight win, um, punch their ticket to Homestead. So it's exciting. Can't wait. And I will um, talk to everybody next week. Thanks again for listening.